All right, so you get a new hobby. Okay. Ultimate bird watching. I like it. Like full contact, competitive <laughs> bird watching. And what happens is, um, like on you know your free mornings or whatever, you go to. It's like a bird sanctuary type place. It's called Bob's Bird Sanctuary. Straightforward. No one no ever found out who Bob was. When uh when Austin was uh, founded, uh people were like you know they showed up and stuff, started to build the cities, and um they actually found the bird sanctuary then. So it's been going on for like hundreds of years. It's, it's a historic. It's yeah. yeah. Before Austin even was Austin. Hmm? Sometimes you think that if uh, anything happened to the bird sanctuary, we're doomed. Absolutely. So basically you go to the Bob Bob's bird sanctuary uh, and it's competitive bird watching. So you guys have to like uh, try to find certain, uh, you know, types of bird, you know. It's like I spy. Yeah. But with birds. But with birds. And so, I get it. but like, you, but you ought to get physical. Like you're allowed, like you wear like uh, helmets and like elbow pads and shit. <laughs> physical with the birds? No, with, with, each the, other? with the people. Like you fucking, like you're like, you elbow people in the fucking, you in the face, dude. You do things while you're doing ultimate bird watching that you never thought you were capable of doing. And you kind of. You gotta, I gotta see those birds. Yeah. And you kind of like. I gotta see those birds. Stuff where like, you, like you knock one guy's teeth out, like all of his teeth. Because he was looking at a, he was trying to find a uh, bluebird, and uh, you saw the bluebird, and you were like, "There it is!" And you just fucking, you kind of turned to try to find it, and you uh, took your binoculars and you bashed them like down his throat, and it shattered every tooth in his uh, mouth, and he, he he almost died. Did I see the bluebird though? You saw that fucking bluebird. With it is, I stand by my decision. You never forget what it looks like. I would hope not. When you were when you were uh, five years old, uh, you and your family went on a trip um, to Miami. Nice. And uh, you guys were staying at a a pretty nice hotel, and uh, you just remember like going out to go swimming in the uh, in the in the pool, and. you remember, like, your parents kind of turned their backs to, like, you know, get someone to drink or whatever. Uh, and you kind of, like, looked over at the pool. And it's the damnedest thing. You remember seeing a mermaid, like, swimming th- through the pool towards you. And it kind of, like, came up and looked at you and it winked at you. And then it uh, cool. gave you uh, the winning lotto numbers. But like oh, you, but you I was five. Yeah, you know what they That's, were, so you never actually like told anyone or cashed them in or anything. How do I know that they're the winning lot of numbers? You realize it later, like you think about it, and you go like like years later, and so when the I mer- find out the two thousand winning lotto numbers, yeah. sh- you were pretty That's pissed. The, That's the mermaid numbers. Yeah, you're pretty pissed, and then uh, but Shit. fuck okay, it. Uh, the mermaid uh, winked at you, and you saw her eyes. What'd they look like? They were the exact same shade. 
As? As that bluebird. I fucking knew it. I, I fucking knew you that. You maimed a man to see this bluebird, and, and you don't have, regret it. I don't regret it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I have no regret. So you're doing a ultimate bird watching, and, uh, you know, things are going okay. You're having fun. And that's what's important. Yeah. And I, I just got to see those birds. You uh, you finally get, you get like a, a new job. Am I in this, am I not a nurse? No, you're still, uh, you're still a nurse. You just end up working at a, a private uh, hospital, Lanolax okay. Hospital. <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah. There's like a, when you walk in, there's like a, uh, a framed uh, piece of paper with like a quote on it from the founder, William Lanolax. I'm familiar. And it says, if you're bleeding, come on in, brother. <laughs> that is a good thing to be on, on a hospital. Yeah. It's accurate. Uh, consequently, it is the most bloody hospital in America. That's why I work there. Like pretty much like if you're bleeding, you go, to, you go to the Lanolax. Just fucking, as yeah. William Lanolax himself wanted. Yep. We live by him. And so um, you're working there and things are, things are going well. And uh, at one point, this, uh, this guy comes in. Uh, Is he handsome? He has the squarest jaw you've ever fucking seen. You Fuck know? Yeah. Blonde hair. He walks in, he kind of like slicks his hair back. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And you're like, holy shit. And um, your boss, uh, Dr. Chubbert, <laughs> Dr. Lance Chubbert. A good man. Uh, he uh, like walks over to you with this guy and he's like, uh, oh, hey, Ashley, this is, um, you know, this uh, this guy's like a, a medical salesman. Uh, what'd you say your name was? And he looks at you directly in the eyes and he goes, the name's Kevin Slice. And he does that thing with his fucking hair again. They they call him Kevin Slice because he's always cutting deals. I'm smitten. Yeah, and you kind of like look at him, and he's and he kind of like, you know, nods at you and walks away. Like he's fucking. Be still my beating heart. Wow. Yeah, and like as he walks away, like like all the women who work there, and to be honest with you, a couple of dudes too, like just turn and like look at him, and they're just like, holy shit. Those bitches. He's Kevin Slice's. All mine. Always cutting deals. All mine. On the back of his, uh, he actually has a uh, a vanity license plate. Oh, okay. And it just says A C D. Fuck yeah! Always cutting, cutting deals. deals. So you're like classic huh. slice. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, it's kind of weird. You end up uh, going home that night. And um, you're like, you know, I'm pretty tired. I don't want to like cook anything or whatever. I'm just going to order a pizza. Nice. What kind of uh, pizza do you, do you normally order? Probably like a one with lots of vegetables on it. Big veg head over here. Okay. So you order from this place. It's called um, Pio Mayo. My favorite place. It's uh, a <laughs> it's pizza place that's near your near your house, mm -hmm. and like you call them and like they know your order. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. The, uh, you have a, you get the the veggie delight. My favorite. Yeah, and you fucking um, fuck it up. You kind of like sit down and you're like, hell yeah, I can't. And you think to yourself, 
I can't wait to get my hands on that veggie delight. <laughs> Sounds like me. It checks out. Uh, you also ordered like a um, couple like snacks on the side, whatever, for yeah. later on. Um, <clears throat> so um, there's like a, you're kind of hanging out. You're watching this show uh, called Chunks. Uh, Chunks is about these uh, these two guys named Howie and Chip who just like break different things. They kind of mm-hmm. just chunk it. Uh, and so this, and it's getting pretty good, man. This season of Chunks, oh, good. Uh, they're like, uh, they're starting to get like kind of political. So hell like, yeah, they they actually they fi- they find one of the original one of the original copies of the Constitution and they fucking chunk the shit out of it. Good. They go to the Liberty. As they should. They go to the Liberty Bell to fucking finish what they, they started. You know what I mean? One crack, not not for the Chunk Brothers. They are chunking it up and so you're absolutely you, so you're watching chunks and it's about to go to commercial and they're like oh. chunks and then um <laughs> there's a knock on the door and the guy's like yeah i got your i got your pizza my veggie delight do you open the door <laughs> yeah so you open the door and stand there just like you know pizza guy or whatever and um you're actually living in like a new apartment good for me you're on the hundredth floor. <laughs> a little less good for me. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's like three hundred floors. Okay, so it's my like one third up. That's not bad. Yeah, and so um, basically, uh, you know, the guy's like, "Yeah, here's your fucking pizza." Bit of an attitude, okay. A little bit, and you're like, "Okay," and you realize he's probably annoyed because he had to walk up a hundred flights. Okay, it, do your fucking job. I could have lived on the three hundredth floor. Sure. Suck it up, sir. You think that to yourself, like this fucking asshole. And so you're like, all right. And then you real and like he's like, all right, that'll be, you know, twenty dollars even. And you realize you're like, holy shit, you had lost your credit card earlier. Fuck. At the the karate dojo. Yeah. And so I'm always leaving my credit card in my karate outfit. So always. Tim it. So you're like, oh no, all I have is like a twenty dollar bill. So like no tip. And the guy's like, he just kind of looks at you and he just goes like, I walked up a hundred flights. Good for you. Good workout. Get that cardio in. Do your job. Sorry, pal. He's like, like mutters something under his breath. What was that, sir? He he, he turns around to say, he goes, I said, and then when he turns around, he like trips and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. and he falls down a hundred flights of, uh, stairs karma and then uh instant karma he lands uh on the ground uh and bursts into flames <laughs> very instant karma Fucking and me. um in the chaos he had knocked like every all the pizza everywhere no and the only thing no. left the only thing that you're holding is a bag of wavy lays potato chips <laughs> at and, least I've got them. And you and, and you look at you look at the wavy lays and you just go and you and you go, huh? And you go, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And you open it up and you go, I think today was a good day for wavy lays. <laughs> Chomp. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, there was that some, sounds exact. I say that almost every day there was, without with or without the lays. So I'm glad that they yeah. So what happens is there was somebody like above you. Uh, and they filmed the entire thing mm-hmm. and it, bec- it like goes viral and hell yeah people are like 
man, this is like a pretty insane video. This guy bursts into flames after falling, you know, a hundred, you know, stories or whatever. Mm -hmm. Naturally. But people are just kind of like that kind of fades in the background because people are so fixated on what you said at the end of that video. Where they love it. Basically, yeah. And, 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 and it's like tapping into this like this new like thing, this new thing that's like kind of sweeping the nation. You know what I mean? Where it's like people are just like, hey, man, I'm looking out for number one. That becomes you. You kind of become the face of looking out for number one. Yeah, absolutely. And you actually end cool. up you become such a popular video that you become the face of Wavy Lay's potato chips. I would expect no less. You end up doing like um commercials and stuff uh where you kind of like i send people to their death yeah but like in different locations like like you you actually fly to like the eiffel tower and uh you like push a guy off it yeah i mean not really it was just a commercial and stuff but uh yeah sure and then like after you push him off you go huh and you open up that bag of wavy lays and you take out a a chip and you just look down and you just go fuck them you bite into it. Crunch fucking, into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just go, wavy lays. And it, it, are when they you selling? don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the new slogan of wavy lays. Are, are people liking it? Are they liking these commercials? Again, dude, like there's a thing sweeping the nation where people are like, fuck yeah, she doesn't know that guy anything. <laughs> you know? And so, like, things are getting uh, pretty intense for you. Uh, you're, you're, But you're doing well financially and stuff. Making that cha-ching. You're making some change, you know what I mean? People are, like, kind of into your story, you know what I mean? How, like, you know, you just decided one day. I've had enough. I've had enough, and, you know, if, if you're not with me, you're against me. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Yeah. Type of thing. Um, so one day you're uh, you're hanging out one, one morning. You wake up. You had had this um, strange dream. You had this. Uh, you had this strange dream where you were a, a, a cube of ham that could talk and solve mysteries. Kind of cool. Yeah, and, and all in all, a pretty cool dream. Yeah. And so um, you wake up and uh, you know, yawn and stuff, and you kind of like hear something in the distance, and you're like, "What the hell?" And you hear like a like a like a piano. Oh. Like in your living room. Wonderful. What do you do? I go find that piano. Follow that noise. You follow the noise into the living room, and there's this this guy sitting at your piano. He's playing. Is a, he handsome? It's hard to tell. Basically, he's he's dressed like a like a Parisian nobleman from like the seventeen hundreds. He has like a, a mask covering uh like half of his face. Mm-hmm. He's got like a you know hat and shit. And he turns and he goes uh he goes hello Ashley, my name is Sebastian Silence. And after he says that, like five dudes pop up from out of nowhere. And they, all go, yeah. and they all go, shh, and disappear. <laughs> and it's it like, stuff, like, like, like one of them like jumps in. They all come from five different like, you know, spots. So one of them jumps in from like the window. One of them opens the door. One of them like jumps out of like your refrigerator and stuff. And then they, you know, go back at the end. I need to up my home security. Yeah. And so he goes, he looks at you and he just goes, um, huh. I understand you're the wavy lays girl. That's me in the flesh, baby. He goes, um, Ashley, you've done something terrible. I'm sure. He's like, you have single handedly 
turn this nation against one another. Like, you were basically the straw that broke the camel's back on this. You know what I mean? Like, where people were kind of, like, kind of getting fed up with, like, you know, common courtesy and, and being nice and stuff like that. And when you did that commercial, it just convinced people. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you, like, they actually put you on the cover of Time Magazine that year. Um, and it says, uh, person of the year. And then underneath it just says, but who gives a shit? <laughs> they used the wrong photo. It's, like, not even you. <laughs> um, kind of seems like a we didn't start the fire situation. It doesn't the, seem like you can put all that on me, well, Mr. Silence. And then, like, when you say that, like, five different guys from five different areas all jump out and go, shh, and disappear again. And Good. so, <laughs> and so he's, he's like, we have to right this wrong. Now, right. keep, now, keep in mind, you basically are living. A pretty decent lifestyle, man. You know, you do you make like personal appearances uh as the wavy lays girl. You know what I mean? Low stress, good money. Yeah, no one even in. like yeah, no one even knows your name. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Um I'm just the wavy lays girl. You're just you're just any like that's one commercial where um <laughs> the commercial is a uh, you walking down uh a uh, a sidewalk towards the camera. And it's like a Probably about a forty-five second walk. It's like a very long commercial, and you get you get to in front of the camera, and you, you look at it and you just go, "I'm just the wavy lace girl." Fuck it. you! And then they hear you're a bow, chunk, 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 chunk. Hell yeah! It's a very popular commercial. It's, I can't I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. That's perfect. And so he's like, "Look, but you you ruined this this country." Like he he goes on. He goes goes look like I can't tell you how I know this, but you know this country is going to turn on itself because of what you did he's like we could we can write this wrong he goes i know someone hell yeah Who? what do you do i'm down let's let's write this wrong i'm free today so uh he goes oh, thank you and he goes you won't regret this feel like i'm gonna regret this he, go, he goes nope not while you're under the protection of sebastian silence five different dudes in five different locations pop out and they'll go shh and disappear at this point it's expected yeah you doesn't even phase you at this point mm-hmm. um and so basically he goes outside and um <laughs> in the parking lot of your apartment complex it's weird you've never seen like a city bus inside your uh parking lot you know what i mean yep you know why would you and you uh kind of like look at it and uh above it you know how sometimes uh buses have those like electronic things they, like say a something. little marquee yeah yeah and it says uh there's um hello ashley come on in not you, you turn around sebastian silence is nowhere to be found troubling however sure. in the distance you just hear a very slight <laughs> you get on the bus absolutely you walk over the door opens up it's like like mist comes out good um and sitting behind the wheel of uh, the bus is this guy he is wearing a cat uh, a uh, pirate hat and he has like a kind of like a wispy little mustache thing is he handsome he's all right looking <laughs> he uh there's a crow on his uh left shoulder 
and he and and you look over and um he goes hello my name is jay crow <laughs> and welcome to the bus with no name and you kind of look over and he has a name tag it says j period crow and he goes i understand we're gonna travel back in time let's do it baby he goes have a seat you sit down and this fucking crow is staring and daggers at you dude and he's like and he kind of like like point like kind of like turns to the crow and he's like i don't even know her <laughs> and so uh he basically uh travels back in time with through the bus with no name back to the very day that you had your unfortunate encounter with the pizza delivery guy that changed your fucking life. You arrive uh, in, uh, you know, the different parking lot of the of the, your old apartment, you know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, "All right, enjoy yourself." He goes, "Have fun, fucking up the time stream." And you're like, all right. And like you get out and like as he drives away, you can still hear him be like, I don't even know her. How am I? I don't. Come on. Like, why are you? Why are you starting a fight? And like, you you know, goes off into, you know, God knows what dimension. So what do you do? How do you stop yourself? Well, I mean, I'm kind of I would worry that if like the butterfly effect. Yeah. If I mess with one thing, I'll like, you know cause the whole world to implode you think about that and as you think about that you actually see a butterfly fly by oh i'm i've got chills a hawk comes down and fucking grabs it out of the sky screaming (laughs) the butterfly screams so loud you had no idea they could do that Uh uh-oh that's not what you want to see metaphorically (laughs) but you know what i think if we're gonna do this i'm here i got on the bus go big or go home baby sure so uh you you walk upstairs uh to your uh, your apartment and like there's like an elevator you're like you really you still like you're still like for the rest of your life you're always like why did he why did why you did walk, up, walk the stairs, up like yeah. i don't understand and um so uh you get into the the elevator you hit floor uh, 100 and um the door uh like opens up and um the pizza delivery guy uh his uh, dead body is in uh the hallway and you're like what am the i too hell? late and you're like what and you're like that's not how he died and you kind of like look inside your apartment and you're like what the heck and Uh-oh. you can see like you from that timeline you know what i mean oh yeah and Classic. standing behind her is a man okay without a doubt the sharpest suit <laughs> you've ever seen in your fucking life dude Tell me. You look at that suit and you think to yourself, <laughs> if Alexander the Great had this suit, he never would have died. <laughs> it's a good suit. It's it's the crispest, impeccable, sharpest suit you've ever seen in your fucking life, and you're like, huh. And then you notice that this guy is the most bald man you've ever seen in your life, easily. Uh, you look at him, you actually forget every bald person you've ever met for just a second. That's how bald this guy He's is. He's that bald. He is that fucking bald. 
there will never be hair on that head, dude. And there never was. Yeah. Never. It, it's impossible. It's got a icy blue eyes. Icy. Emphasis on icy. Hmm. Shiver goes down your spine. It's got several rows of uh, shark teeth. And he's holding a knife to the uh, throat of like you in the past. And he goes, he looks at you and he goes, don't fuck with the time stream, idiot. He slashes the throat of uh, you in the past. And Mm -hmm. so you in the future uh, cease to exist. And um, it does cause a a butterfly effect where um, like basically if you hadn't done that, uh, like the next day uh, you... The next day, uh, you had like gone outside and you were like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, get something to eat or whatever. And um, you like waved at somebody and they kind of like stopped and waved at you and they kept going. But because you weren't there, they didn't stop. They kept going and they crashed into um, a a truck holding nuclear waste oh, and no. it explodes Damn it! <laughs> and it destroys the state of Texas. Ah, oh, that's my favorite state. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, you go to hell when you you go to hell. I mean, I think that might have happened otherwise, but yeah. still a bummer. He's <laughs> burned for eternity. <laughs> hell yeah. Murdered by Icebones Jones. <laughs> He's a bad, bad man. I'm honored. 